welcome into the Sporting Lounge. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we have the great. Put a shirt on. Me. No, I will not. <laughs> so that's why I'm not on camera. Uh huh. That uh huh. Is the Mr. sole excuses. reason. So we have hey, myself. Bro, I wouldn't want to put my shirt on if I was having shits like him. You know, he was telling us before we started. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're feeling upset, you gotta you gotta just be fully naked on that toilet, clutching the edges, hoping to God. Damn, that was a crazy mistake. I am not Hemi buckets. Pray. Yeah, you. Were <laughs> I was looking like Jason Tatum those. right there. Oh. I think the more apt description is you're not freaking Struess or Martin or whatever the fuck his name is. Did you see that Caleb Martin only lost out to Buckets <laughs> for conference finals MVP by one vote? Mm-hmm. He should have been finals MVP, conference finals MVP. It was pretty close. But that's not the topic of today's discussion. No, it is not. No, and by the way, everyone, welcome back, Shane. He's coming back. Round of again. applause. Uh, Hello. Thank you for having me again. Yep. <laughs> so, as, as obviously the finals are going to be the Nuggets versus the Heat, uh, I'm going to say a sneaky one. Um, I'm going to say Denver and six. Why are we talking about basketball? Just because it's a quick pop. Everyone just say who they want to win the finals. Really. He, Nuggets and he four. Heat and four. Heat and four. That's a fucking joke. Ooh. Nuggets and four. four. Hemi Buckets. I want, Hemi Buckets. Okay. I want Hemi Buckets to get a ring. Like, I want, I want Miami to win. I also, I like Denver and I like Jokic as well. But... I know in my heart that Nuggets are going to win in six. So, <laughs> Nuggets but before. I want the Heat to win because I want Hemi Buckets to get his ring. He's done too much to not get one. Hey, it sounds like his Yeah, fault. bro. Yeah. You watch Hemi Buckets, bro. He literally just like the team. He, He's everywhere and nowhere at the same time. He filed for the trademark on Hemi Bu- on the catchphrase uh, Hemi Buckets this morning. Hemi Buckets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's been approved yet, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so there's the finals. Now we're breaking down the AFC South because we already did the AFC North, and um, Bengals are obviously going to win that out. So the South is a little more complicated because here's the starting quarterbacks for the South. Trevor Yay. Lawrence, Ryan Ooh. Tannehill, most likely Anthony Richardson <laughs> slash Gardner Minshew, and then either – Davis Mills or C.J. Stroud. Um, I think there's no – it's going to be C.J. Stroud. There's no question. It should be yes. C.J. Stroud. It's going to be. QB number two. But I'm holding out hope that – Don't Gardner fuck on General Mills like that, man. <laughs> General, General Mills. Mills. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I like it. Yes, sir. No, I, don't be wrong. <laughs> I do think that C.J. is going to end up starting just because of the draft capital spent on him, and I do think he's a good talent. But I don't think – Mills was the problem for for Houston the last two years, so I feel like they 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 could have either traded down in the draft or just taken a different position altogether and been farther ahead somewhere else. So, like taking yeah. an actual offensive weapon, JSN. Yeah, I don't know if JSN necessarily that high at two, but no, I'm not saying at I'm not saying at two, but trade down to like I mean, eleven like, or twelve or something like that. Yeah. Or thirteen, even you know the early teens. Look, that's what but I mean, said. like you got you got Will Anderson too, though. Dude. That was good. Right, that was good. I like that. You know, like C.J. Stroud. Like you got to be, you got to put yourself in the Texans' position here too, though. Like they're like, okay, rebuild time is over. We start the turnaround. I was saying, we've now. seen how important so, it is to have a solid quality backup in this league, and Mills 
at the very like if Stroud, you know, delivers on his number two overall pick, then you know you got a competent backup at least that knows the offense. So that's yep. huge. I get in that in that aspect well, in regard. Like the thing is, you know, like Will Anderson is a cornerstone. You know, CJ Stroud is a cornerstone piece. They are building this team outside in instead of inside out. So like it's boomer bust this season, I think. Which like I'm going to be a little bit more favorable to the Texans because I think that there's some quiet pieces there, like Laramie Tunsil is still hanging around and playing at a high mm-hmm. level. You know, you got a lot of those players that are just playing at a good, consistent level, just there's not enough around. Like, it just feels like there's – with teams when there's holes, it doesn't feel like a gaping abyss. With the Texans the last few seasons, it feels like there's gaping abysses at positions. <laughs> in multiple. It's just multiple. multiple abysses. But, like, but it seems like those positions that they do have are just – very good, very solid players. And if you can just fill in those spots, you know, the reason I like Will Anderson and CJ Stroud in the same draft so much, like if they both pan out, they're getting signed on the same year, or you could fifth year extend one of them and not the other and get them a front loaded guarantee mm-hmm. and keep the other one the next year by front loading that guarantee. Yeah, they have you know? to keep a cornerstone at each side of the ball. So. And they're important. You, yes, it is. you know, like. So- I would say I was shocked because I thought they were going to, you know, grab CJ Stroud. No shocker there. Then I figured at around the 10 11, they were going to grab JSN to pair with their wife. That's what I thought they were going to do. Right. They moved all the way back up to grab Will Anderson. So they have big hopes for him. But we've seen some great Texans uh, defenders. So, question is can he live up to the history that's here? Granted, it's not a franchise that's been around for all that long. But we're talking, um, obviously, J.J. Watt, but there was another one on the other side, Ingram. Melvin Ingram? No. Who was the other one on the other Jadavian side? Clowney? Yeah. Jadavian Clowney. I was like, Ingram played for the Chargers, Which, brother. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want to, I don't know, if you want to say Clowney was great in Houston. No, sure. I, th- I think no. the player on the, on the defensive side of the ball that was elite, like, at, at the same time as Watt, but injuries got to him too. It was Brian Cushing. Oh, the yeah. linebacker yes. for sure. Brian yeah. Cushing was great. He was crazy. He was psychotic. But I like Will Anderson coming off the edge. They grafted two centers, one in the second round um, out of Penn State, Juice Shrugs, and then they drafted um, Jarrett Patterson out of Notre Dame in the sixth. They grabbed a couple wide receivers, Nathan Dell. Which I like is, him. Um, Sleeper. Yep, the Purdue wide receiver. Uh, five foot eight, a little short. But then they went out and got someone who had great college production, and that was Xavier Hutchinson, um, who stood six foot three. He adds a little bit more size to their, their wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. And he was a good college receiver. 2,929 yards and 15 touchdowns in his you know three-year career at um, Iowa State. So, they, I mean, they quietly secured the bag. So I'm excited for that. I I mean, like, I love I love the pick of Jared Patterson in the sixth round. Like, he didn't allow a sack. <laughs> oh, <Four>. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, is this like a hot take this, or it something? It was the most important <laughs> moment of your life. It was a test. Yeah, I was like, fuck. 
<laughs> Anyways, continue. So, I just kept rolling for a second, and I was like, wait, this dude's fucking doing something. <laughs> no, it was, I did not mean to. <laughs> Stop touching stuff. So, with Houston's draft, like, where Jer- are we thinking they go? Jarrett Patterson, like, like I, I mean, like, center on Notre Dame, six round 201. He was a great run blocker. You watch his film. He's just a sturdy guy. You know, you like a good sturdy cent- center in the NFL. Like you don't need to have a super speedy center. You know, you could have a speedy guard. You know, you you might have just picked up because the center you take earlier out of Penn State, you know, there's talks of him possibly switching over to guard because his size fits a little bit better and his length is a little bit better. So, like, if you were able to knock out two of those gaping abyss pieces in one shot, that's a win all day. And, like, the thing is, like, Jarrett Patterson is just very consistent. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have been there at 201, but it just felt like he just kind of slid around because no one needed a center, really, or no one was really willing to pay a high price for a center, especially yeah, I mean- with the draft being so deep at so many positions. I mean, the Texans took a center the the last pick in the second round as well. Juice Scruggs from Penn State. Yeah, that's who I was referencing on. Yeah, his size being more set to a guard. He has right. he has very good footwork and very good agility. So they're saying that he could swing over to guard and be more of an impact on day one. So they pick up that guy in the second round, Juice Scruggs, Penn State. And if you're able to pick up a center that's even able to start for a couple of years and be above average, like that's filling in that gaping abyss hole that I'm talking. You know, now <laughs> you're abyss. you're making me join the hype train here a little bit. Like their draft is good for, for Houston. I still don't think. I like spoiler alert. I think Jacksonville wins this division still, but I do thoroughly believe Easily. that second place yeah. is wide open. And yeah. I wasn't going to pick Houston to finish second initially. I believe in the Colts more, but like looking at their draft more and then also seeing like forgetting the fact that like they drafted Derek Singley Jr. last year and he's got a high ceiling. He's playing good. Their defense played quietly better than it should have last year. And then they also added mm-hmm. Jimmy Ward yeah. in the offseason as well. And then you got John Mechie coming back from injury from cancer. Thank God he, you know, bless up for him. Like, I, Houston. I, you get totally. And then they added Dylan Horry in the fourth round yeah, too. Say, as well. I was a, Houston's a little bit. Their schedule's kind of tough, though. I mean, I, their schedule's tough, and their offense is the big scary yeah, thing. Yes, it's gonna. Damian Pierce is. I mean, they, and they acquired running back. Devin Singletary as well to give him some leeway. You know, get him a little bit of rest on the leg. He don't mean shit. Oh, he's just going to be a third down receiving well, back. <laughs> well, then, if you want, Mike Boone from Minnesota Vikings and Denver from years ago, he was always hyped up because he was athletic. You know, he came in as a running back. Like, uh, just looking at talent-wise, I want to say that Houston easily can win – or not win, but take second place in the AFC South. But then I look at their schedule, and I'm like, man, are they going to win up games? Because week one, Baltimore, loss. Week two, they play uh, Indy week two and week 18. The end of season, I think they split. So let's just say they win right here. So one and one. Then Jacksonville week three, I think they lose. Then Pittsburgh week four, I think they lose. Atlanta week five, I think Atlanta actually wins that game. And I think New Orleans beats them week six. So I think they're one and five going into the bye week. 
And then Carolina could right. be tough. Their defense is tough, at least. Carolina's offense is a question mark still, but. And then Baker Mayfield. And uh, Cincy. Week nine. You want to know why? Because Baker Mayfield <laughs> tattoos them, baby. They're, they're going to get smacked <laughs> by Cincy. Five. I think they beat Arizona. Jacksonville, I think, is going to. Really? Yeah, Arizona's bad. Um, I think Jacksonville's going to sweep them the season. Then, Den- then Denver, New York, I think they lose both those games. I do think that they're going to surprise and beat Tennessee both times in week 15 and 17, and I think they'll beat Cleveland mm-hmm. once. I think, th- I think they can beat Cleveland. <coughs> so you're talking like a 6-11 and 11 season. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm questionable. Like, so, not I paper mean, talent. Like I can see them contending for second place, but their schedule is not going to let them do that unless they overachieve drafts. So, I mean, depending on what site you look at, though, we'll rank uh, the Texans' schedule as one of the top five easiest. Well, yeah, just based I, on their opponents that had the like based well, because, on you know Carolina, they always do that New based Orleans, on win percentage Atlanta, from last Tampa, year. you know, Indy, all of them had really Tennessee, all had and Denver all had horrible win loss records. But they're well, yeah, like the Jets are considered an easy opponent, but now they got Aaron Rodgers, so I wouldn't consider them easy. Yeah, I just I don't think they're taking. I don't think they're saying the Jets. I are think be easy, everyone but. in the AFC or in the NFC South is improved, and they play all four AFC uh, NFC South teams in a row. From week five, week six, by week week seven, then week eight, week nine. Yeah, they really so, do. <laughs> they fit that like, whole damn. I don't know if I really call the, the, the Colts and Titans much improved. No, I'm talking about the NFC South. No, no, no. he said NFC because they, they play Atlanta week five, then New Orleans week six, oh, and then by week week seven, then Carolina eight, week eight, and then week nine they play Tampa. And I think every single team in the South has improved. Maybe, maybe not Tampa. There might be the same. <clears throat> which was division winners. Tampa's definitely season, the same. Which which was like they won the division last year. So. One could argue Tampa got worse. Yeah. Nah. Like nah, here's my losing thing, you can't say someone loses Brady and they don't get marginally worse. I won't say a lot because he's not the watch, same. Watch watch they're going to do better. They go from Brady to Baker. That's more than marginally worse. That is an upgrade. That's a huge downgrade. Get off that Baker's dick. Upgrade. That is I think the Texans are going to creep up on some people, man. Like, here's the thing, like, we're looking at it like, we're looking at, you know, the Texans, like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to lose lens and not, like, a fair, like, even lens. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if we look at the Texans as what they are and not what they have been, but what they are right now, a young team that has a couple cornerstone pieces, not even at young spots, but, like, Larry Tunsil, you know, you got a lot of these talented players that are still at the prime of their career, and you're bringing in these young guys, getting them ready. Like, there's a realistic chance they win nine games. I, I like. Oh. I would not be surprised. I can I could see it because you can look at both their games against India as potential wins, depending on how they play out. And then Arizona, I like, to play like they did last year. Let's, then. let's let's say this. Let's say they split all three divisional games. Whether they end up beating the Colts twice or they end up beating the Jags once or beating whoever. Let's say they split three and three. Okay, let's look at that. Ravens, probably a loss. Um, Steelers, probably a loss. Falcons, I think they could take. Stantec, I think they could take. You know, like, how high are you on Derek Carr? I think Derek Carr is good enough. Especially since he's going to have a Michael Thomas that wants to play again and a Chris Olave and a very athletic Johnson. So... Yeah. I'm pretty high on him too, but something that you need to remember is that Derek Carr performs best 
in a West Coast system, and the Saints are probably not going to be running West Coast this season. That's true, but I still think the Saints win the division. Okay, well, so we can say that one's a loss. But I think they take the Panthers and the Bucks, Bengals, like they probably lose to. Take Cardinals, mm-hmm. Jags, we already said that. Broncos, I think they take. Jets, I think that's a close one. Coin flip, whatever. Um, Titans, I think they could take. I don't think the Titans are going to be in necessarily best shape. No, I think they, I think Titans finished last. In the division. But we split. We split. And then I think they take the Browns. You know, like, those are – that's a realistic, like, scenario. Uh, Save the shot. If, okay, so – Going nine and eight. Yeah. So, who in, – in that case, Shane, who do you think – List your division winner all the way down to fourth. Hmm. So, Jags one, Houston two, Colts three, mm-hmm. Titans four. So, you think the Titans fall all the way out? I do too. Yeah. I think yeah, Titans will be third. I, Colts four. I think, I think the only dynamic piece for me to decide if the Colts go up or down is one game of seeing how Anthony Richardson's going to play. That's it. If he if, if he learns fast and is ahead of schedule. If he's if he's ready for it, you know, like he's ready for it and I'm here for it. Right. You know. Here's the thing though, like when Lamar was coming out of college, he he's drawing so many comparisons to Lamar. I was hyped for Lamar. I was like Lamar was fucking winning. Yes. You know, Lamar, they were kicking ass. Back, Yes, he fucking did. And you watch it. You watch a Lamar game when he was in college. It was like he was a varsity kid against fucking freshmen. Yeah, like he was. He was just dominant, unstoppable. Like Mike mm-hmm. Vick, Atlanta Falcons, Madden 04, unstoppable type shit, bro. Like, but with Anthony Richardson, you watch his tape and you're like, he sort of has mechanics. Like you're able to overlook Lamar not having the best passing motion and all this stuff because of the flashes, because of these amazing plays that he's generating. Anthony Richardson did not have that, like, to the same extent. Like, I wasn't as high on Anthony Richardson at all. Like, I felt like Lamar, comparatively, was much more, like, mechanically ready for the NFL than Richardson. I think Lamar generates more splash plays than Richardson, but I think Richardson has more power on his throw, and I think that's a big talent that he has, coming out of college at least. Um, I think Lamar currently is just a different beast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with that comparison out of the way, like if if he's able to live up to even like above average, then the Colts could be in a good spot. That's where I'm at with it. I, I'm a diehard Colts fan, but I don't see it getting much better for us. If if it is Richardson, don't get me wrong, great athlete, great person. Just I would have a rather had Gardner Minshew. Um, Same. Because Gardner was, I mean, Gardner's my boy. That boy did it all. I mean, we did enough in the draft. You know, Anthony Richardson in the first round. We got Julius Brents in the second round from. Kansas State, who I was really happy for. Then Josh Downs, the North Carolina receiver, another good one. An offensive tackle, Break Freeland in the fourth. Uh, a, a defensive tackle in the fourth. Um, another corner. And then a safety, a 
the tight end. And then finally, Evan Hall, a running back who ran for 2,417 yards at Northwestern. Uh, he's a well-rounded back. Obviously, he's not going to be Jonathan Taylor, but hopefully someone to give a little you know, pressure off of him to, to get out there, so that'd be nice. And then again, another offensive lineman and cornerback in the seventh. I just think we're so young. We have so much to prove. And our, our, especially on the back half, like there's a lot that we need to have done just in yeah. general. I'm looking at. If I was the Colts, I still would have probably either traded back or drafted something different than Richardson and I played for. <laughs> seen what like Gardner Minshew could do this right. year, one and year. then just one year. See what. He and then they're probably tired of doing the C one year because they've done it like the past four years. True, but I, I'd rather would have Caleb Williams or like Bo Nix next year. Well, let me Andrew say this Davis. real quick though, like. The one years have been like guys past their prime type shit. Yes, and Minch is still like, like Gardner Minshew. Yeah, like it'd be one of those situations where you get a guy where he's young, you know, and I bet you Minshew would show some mercy if they were to sign him to a long term deal because Minshew's been just sliding around the league. Like, see, I'm looking at all their schedules right now, mm-hmm. and that would have been sweet. Everyone's got no, a schedule in the AFC South. Like, I'm seeing here and looking at Jacksonville's schedule, and I only see 10 wins. <laughs> right. That's all they need. Now, see, mm-hmm. This is what Minshew yeah. did when he started. He had a 60% completion his rookie year, 2019, 3,271 yards, 21 touchdowns, and six interceptions. What? Yep. That's I said ridiculous. from the beginning that they, that Jacksonville like literally never needed to get rid of Minshew to begin with and draft Lawrence. Like, that was dumb. Right, because – in 2020, he had a 66%. So he had a 6% you know, completion increase, 2,259 yards. And those teams were bad enough to have the number one overall pick, and it's obviously not his fault. Like, build around that. Right. If you have the number one overall pick, yeah. trade back. If you don't, uh, then trade back so you can get a second first-round pick in this draft and just start building. <laughs> but, like, can we be straight, though? You come across a Trevor Lawrence-like talent. Yeah. Once in a lifetime. Like, and if you're lucky enough to be that team picking first overall, yeah, you, you take that Trevor Lawrence talent, man. Because you'd rather burn with that. Should I remind you what he did to these poor lightning bolt boys in the wild card round last That's why season? I traded for him the pair with Josh Allen. Yeah, so, I mean, he, you would rather die in the back of the quote unquote generational talent, Trevor Lawrence, rather than your GM getting fired because you stuck with Gardner uh, and left. That's true. You know, and then he's being fortunate. I was going to say, yeah, I I can see in hindsight because if you pass on Trevor that that season and Minshew has that bad Mm season, like by the end of that season, your your job could be in jeopardy because of that. Whereas if Trevor fails, you you got four years to let him fail before they even talk about you. True. Right. Well, here's the thing is like, I don't see that in Anthony Richards. So why didn't we, you know, grab Jalen Carter? Why didn't we, since we run a 4-3, why didn't we let Minshew ride one season and then come across the Bo Nix, the Caleb Williams, the generational guy? Yeah. Side note, did you guys guys see uh, Jim Irsay, the dude for the Colts, tweeted out that teams that are trying to get in contact with Andrew Luck, whatever, would be a league violation? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, hmm, is Andrew Luck trying to come back? (laughs) Off his rocker. 
Luck's not and coming if back. Andrew Luck comes back. Yeah, if he does and he comes back to the Colts. It'd be cool. It, I mean, he'd be a great mentor for Anthony Richards. But Richardson. Richardson. Whatever. Sound out your anyway. words, Benny. Someone anyway. get this man hooked on five. He's your quarterback. What the fuck? I don't want him as my quarterback. <laughs> I already called that. He's a great upstanding young man. No, but like, look, look at. But yes. he has to right, so, so, does, like a so is everyone in agreement here that Jacksonville is going to win the division? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, like, look, look at their. Let's look at their schedule. All right. So week one, Indianapolis. W or L? W. W. To win. Week two, Kansas City. Loss. Loss. What? Wow. Shane. Dub. I like that wow. energy, though. All right. Then week three, Houston. Okay. Dub. Dub. Loss. Ooh. Okay. And then week four, Atlanta. Dub. I'm going to go loss. Dub. 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 You're going to. Dub, okay. And then week five against Buffalo. Loss. Loss. That's a loss. Dub. Weeks. They, bro, we can't go over the Bills' schedule, and we're going to be like, they're going 17-0 if they never fucking lose no, but, a trap no, no, game Buffalo's game schedule is tough, too. I looked at it the other day, but we'll get to that on Friday. What, uh, it's not that tough. Okay, I'll say I'll – say, I'll trust you right now, and I'll say the Bills will dub them. All right, so Indy, week six again. Does Indy split with them, or does – do the Jaguars sweep them? Indy win. I mean, Indy loss again. Indy Jacksonville loss again. wins. I'm gonna say a split. I'm gonna say. I think Indy will split. split. I would Jacksonville, call a split. T- I Jacksonville two owes them. I don't think. I don't think the division's strength to weakness, right now, is big enough to be like a sweep. That's fair. Like on paper, when we're looking at I, it on paper. I, I'm calling it when a we're sweep. going through the AFC North. When we're looking at the AFC North, we're like, okay, the Steelers are this much better than the Browns. And then the Ravens are right here with them, and then the Bengals are above them. Right now, like when you're looking at the South, it's like ding, 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 ding. Like it's all one chamber. You know, like do we think anybody from the South is going to go to the Super Bowl next year? No. no. How many teams in the North do we think are going to go to the Super Bowl that have a chance at the Super Bowl? Bengals. Because the betting odds are saying two of them. I would say Bengals, and that's it. For the and not the Steelers, North. but the Ravens. All right, so so I me neither. So week week like seven for Jacksonville is New Orleans, which I think that's winnable, but they might lose that too. That's a win. Week eight is Pittsburgh. Uh, that's a win. Ooh. I'm gonna call that a loss. Same. No, Steelers. I, I say loss to the Steelers <laughs> a, as well. That's a, that's a Jacksonville win. Week, no, week, I I said yesterday Steelers dub. Week nine. You agreed with me when I said it yesterday. I, nah. <laughs> week nine is bye, is, is bye week. Week ten is a loss to San Francisco. Yep. Yeah. Week eleven. Mm, I think that could be a win. Week, ooh. Week eleven is Tennessee. That's a win. Win. Mm, I'll split that one's at home, so they win that one. Week twelve is Houston again at Houston. I'll take the win again. They sweep Houston. Week thirteen, Cincy at home. A little loss. Big time. Week 14, they play in Cleveland. That's uh, a win. I'll actually take the L. I, I'll I say that's going to be a win. Cleveland plays tough for no reason in some areas. Cleveland's, don't sleep on Cleveland's defense. But, um, Baltimore, week 15, at, but, they, but they're at home. Uh, the Jackson, Jacksonville's at home. Another loss. Week 18, they play oh, in Tampa. Another dub. loss. That's a four-game skid. That's a win. That's a dub. Nah, Tampa Bay, that's a loss at Tampa. 
No, they dub against the Browns and the Bucks, bro. Are you kidding no, me? No, they don't. They 2-0. And then week, seven, week 17 is at home against Carolina. That's I'm giving the dub. And then week 18 is at Tennessee. I say they lose. They split. I'm going to say they sweep Tennessee, so dub it again. They end out strong on two wins. See, I, I had them going ten and seven when I looked through it initially. I had them winning, starting off uh, one and one with a double. I'm gonna say MD eleven and six and a loss against Kansas City, and then I think they beat uh, Houston and Atlanta, so they start off three and one, and then they lose to Buffalo three and two, and then I think they lose to Indy three and three, and then I think they lose to uh, <clears throat> Pittsburgh, but I think they beat New Orleans, so so one. Two, three, four wins, and then one, two. Mm-hmm. So they're four and three, or four and four through week, uh, through week eight, then a bye week. Lose to San Francisco, four and five. Then they beat Tennessee, five and five. Beat Houston again, uh, six and five. Lose to Cincy, six and six. I think they beat Cleveland, seven and six. Lose to Baltimore, seven and seven. And then I think they went out, ten and seven. Tampa, Carolina, Tennessee, they went out. I- I think they're gonna. I go think eleven and six. I think ten and seven is about where I'm at with them, uh, but I think that's going to go through a different path than we're predicting. Okay. I think. I feel like. I feel like the Jaguars always be beating those teams that they just shouldn't be. Yeah, the, well, and they the, lose into as the recently teams as that last they season. Who, who did they beat? <laughs> and then the very next week they get blown out like forty to ten by the Lions. Let's see. What was their <laughs> they did? They beat someone they shouldn't have beat last year. I got to yeah. check. I'm, I'm looking. Did they really? Yeah, I'm going to check. Yeah. Remember. They do it every year, bro. Let's see. I mean, I like the Jaguars. While you guys are looking that up, the Jaguars drafted. Yeah, they beat. Yeah. Offensive tackle in the first round, and then a tight end, Tank Bigsby, running back, mm-hmm. linebacker, defensive end, another linebacker, safety, wide receiver, corner, safety, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, and a fullback. So. Yeah, so they, they – so weeks 12 through 18, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 games, they went 6-1. and one. They beat Baltimore in week 12, 28-27 last season, and then they get fucking shellacked, just destroyed and smacked around by, by, by the Lions, 40-14. to 14. And then they beat Tennessee, 36-22. Yeah. A hot, a hot, hot, hot Tennessee team. Mind you, remember yeah. how hot Tennessee yeah, was. Tennessee at, was hot. Week fourteen last yeah, year. Yeah, they were. They were on a roll then. And then. Yeah, they beat Tennessee by two touchdowns, thirty-six twenty-two. Then they beat a hot Dallas team, forty to thirty-four in overtime. Yep. Then they beat the Jets, Jesus. nineteen to three. Then they thirty-one three. And that's when the Jets' defense was starting to come together. Mm-hmm. And then they beat Tennessee twenty to sixteen again. Yeah. The only two losses. All right. So Jaguars like, eleven and six from, from week nine onwards. So the entire second half of the season, their only two losses were to Kansas City and Detroit. So like, <laughs> here's the thing though. Like, you look at their losses though. They lost to Washington, Philly, Phil- Philadelphia. That was reasonable. They caught New York. And then, then the, the Texans, the Colts. Yeah, they generated the hot streak for New York last year. Essentially. They lost to Denver. I understand them losing like, to Washington. Mm-hmm. Washington was tough last season, even though, though like, and they were better than their record showed, but they weren't at the same time. They they're deep, they were they were a weird team last year. They lost to New York during their hot streak. 
But with the way they played last year, the, the week five and week eight, those losses were inexcusable at the beginning of the season. Houston and Denver. <clears throat> they should they should have won both of those games, in my opinion. And the Colts. They beat the Colts. Oh, the second one in week six. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't it the Colts when they lost to the Jags? Because it, it was like it was like the last game of the season. I think it was like two years ago, and they needed that win to get into the playoffs, but they lost. Yeah, the Steelers Carson, got Carson, in because of it. Yeah, because Carson went through an interception <laughs> to lose <Yeah>. the game. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was watching that. I was like, there ain't no way the Jags beat the Colts. And then it all happened. It was so beautiful, bro. I was like, we're in. We're in. <laughs> There's my golden ticket. And then we got fucking bounced. <laughs> oh, oh, big time. <laughs> we bounced way the hell out that playoffs. That's funny. Though. Well, it, I thought it was a – was it not a close game? Uh, 20-21 Steelers? I don't know. I don't Still know. lost. Let's see. What, all right, so. Oh, yeah, no, it was ugly. 42-21 against the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah that's that's that. something I blocked out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Amnesia. Amnesia. That's funny. The season before that, lost to the fucking Browns. You know, I actually uh, like Tennessee's – draft too because peter skaransic out of northwestern the tackle is a great pick yeah and then i like Spears out of tulane like he's a good talent but i'm just for fantasy purposes i'm gonna stay away from him i mean let's not forget okay but talent will levis (laughs) i skipped over him for a reason (laughs) so skaransky like is he tackle or guard you know guard yeah he's a little yeah, he's he's six four. He's a guardy guard. I mean, they picked up Andre Dillard in free agency, he, so his arm length is short. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, so he's, that's why they're saying move him to guard. But you know, Orlando Brown Senior had the same issue. Well, and they were saying the same thing, and then they were just like, at, mm, "Fuck it, nah." Let me look at Tennessee's schedule here real quick. Not too terrible. Go Will Levy. Going to be better than what's his face. Ryan Tannehill. All right, so Tennessee, let's no, see. No, the dude from Malik Willis. Malik Willis. I liked Malik Willis. I'm a little upset by that. I think you shouldn't be. Tennessee is going to start off 1-5 and five in the first week of the season. I think they only beat Indy. Or not. Yeah, Indy, that's it. I think they beat Cleveland. They beat Indy. And I'm going to go as far as to say as they beat the Saints. 3-2. and Yeah, okay. First five weeks. Saints, Chargers, Browns, Bengals, Colts, Baltimore. I agree with Travis. I'm going one. I see. I'm looking through. I'm looking looking at this. They beat the the Saints. They lose to the Chargers. Beat the Browns. Lose to Bengals. Beat... Uh, be Indy. What does Tennessee do that is better than the Browns? They're kind of no, identical. They they're they're, they're kind of stats. identical teams, and I, you could say that Deshaun Watson is no, 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 the, no, no, the no, better no. quarterback. But I have more faith in the Browns' receiver. offense. Yeah, the Browns actually had a thousand-yard receiver and a fifteen-hundred-yard runner, just like Derrick Henry, and a better QB. Whether yeah, and how did they do? And how did they do? The Browns? Not shit. I see exactly four I mean, to. Th- I, I see four shit. to six wins. And they finished fourth. Is good. 
Yeah, they did just as good as Tennessee, seven and ten. So, still finished so fourth. What's your point? I'm predicting Tennessee finished second. I'm predicting so four and thirteen. Division. Four and thirteen. For Tennessee the finished with a max second. Max of six wins of six and eleven with a max of six and eleven for the Titans. I agree with Travis. I think you're putting too much hand on Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill has been a career quarterback. Derrick Henry's still going to be good, but I I think he's already started to decline. Two years removed from injury, he's 30. Yeah, and I think Deshaun Watson has too. Perfect. That year and a half is going to. Nick Chubb was just (laughs) fine, so was Amari Cooper. Yeah, just fine, but that just fine doesn't. Personal performances don't translate to team wins. I I could see them. I see them beating Indy, Atlanta, Carolina. And they split the Houston games, but with the potential of sweeping Indy and Houston, those were my potential six wins. I see one, two. So, how do we feel about three. Calvin Ridley? Though? I love Calvin I know Ridley. It's a separate division. One, two, we're talking about three. suspensions. Calvin Ridley's plays for Jacksonville now. It's the right division. Five. Oh yeah, no, yeah, six, duh. I seven, forgot that he's not a Falcon eight, anymore. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Oh, nine, uh, good thing I brought him up. We weren't gonna bring up Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Actually, fuck. Ten. I I, see, I still thought he was a Falcon. I, I, see I forgot completely. a floor of nine wins for Tennessee. A floor? You see a floor? I think they get at least nine. I think they go at least nine to seven. What the. F- I, w- I, w- I will say that they could overachieve Nothing. and their ceiling is nine wins. No, I, I think they legitimately can beat the Saints, Cleveland, okay. Indy. Okay. That's what in the first five games, that's three and two. Lose to Baltimore, three and three. Beat Atlanta, four and three. Lose to Pittsburgh, four and four. Beat Tampa and Jacksonville. And Jacksonville. Beat Carolina. Beat Indy. Lose to Miami. Beat Houston, lose Seattle. Beat Houston, lose to Jacksonville. You're saying nine to ten wins for this team. I think that's their ceiling. Yeah. When we were on the Jaguars, absolute ceiling. You did play split. I like I said. I think I think, I think their ceiling's like eleven wins, but I think they're going to get at least nine. I think their ceiling's no, nine wins. No. I, I, think I think they're. Fl- I think their floor the is four wins, and their ceiling is nine. That's that's what I'm. They don't beat the Seahawks. What what did no, no I said they lose I see I said they lose. Oh, okay. I was like Yeah, no, no I, I, I said they lose. I, I went win against Houston, lose to Seattle, win against Houston. Awesome. What did they do this offseason to make them better than they were last year? I think they're just as good. They're just as, as good this last year. year and they I don't have but I, but I think Indy stayed the same. I don't think Indy got any better. I don't think really the Texans got the even better besides adding a quarterback, but they still don't really have offensive playmakers. Wait, are we just acting like the Titans didn't get better? I don't think they did. I, I, I'm they sa- I'm arguing better. that the the Indy they immediately the same. improved their offensive line, and the Texans stayed the same. In the third round, like I'm staying away. Spears yeah, was a stud. A, yeah, but is he gonna play before Derrick Henry? Here's the thing: I'm staying away from no, Spears. No, but he's a good I, I think he's a great talent, like, but his NFL career is going to be very short. He has the same issues Todd Gurley did. Yeah, and, and it's already and, and, and it's like, already oh, farther along Hassan than Todd's was when he, when he got to the. Mm-hmm. Hassan has like, here's the a thing: great relief back, and so was Julius Chestnut, and so was they've had a lot of uh, Darrington Evans. Like they've had a lot of good backups to Derrick Henry, but here's the thing: you're the backup to Derrick Henry. 
It doesn't matter. You're the backup. But backup. here's the difference. You want to know the difference from the past to now? Sure. Derrick Henry has started to deteriorate. Yeah. We're starting to see the cracking in the marble. I agree. It's starting to spread. We need that second hand or else we're going to lose the whole damn stat. I still think Henry gets 1,000 yards, but I'd be surprised if he goes over 1,100 this season. I'm going to say that like confidently. Like, unless they draft. Look at, look at Dalvin Cook. Like, Dalvin Cook has been putting up the same numbers consistently throughout his career because he has a good second hand. Like, Dalvin Cook, everybody's like, Dalvin Cook's going to fall off this year. Every year, what happens? Every year. True. He's just consistent because unlike other running backs, you don't – like Le'Veon Bell, for example, the wheels got ran off him so damn fast. Like, we're not feeding him 40 touches a game. We're feeding him 20, and he's getting 20 good touches – in good formations. That's why Minnesota won so many games last year. To be fair. Kirk Cousins went above and beyond. on Le'Veon Bell was in the perfect situation to be elite with his patience and the fact that he got to run behind a couple Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) because once he left, that that impressive yard per carry went, like, plummeted immediately. Although he didn't suit up after. You can't be patient when an offensive line ain't making holes for you. (laughs) Oh man, oh man! So you guys really, yeah. I I think Titans fall. I'm going nine and eight for the Titans. I'm going four and twelve. No, that's more like the Colts. But good try. Oh, I think the Colts are also going to go four and twelve. You guys keep forgetting that there's seven games. You guys are like just forgetting one game. So what game are they not playing? No, Ben is. Ben is forgetting. I said nine and eight, you doofus. I went four and twelve, so that's six. I think four and thirteen for the Colts. Okay, yeah, four and thirteen, five and twelve. That's Let's see. Range. I said they that? lose. That's, uh, that's better. One, two, three. I think they could, the Colts could potentially split two out of their first five, or they could win two out of their first five potentially if they beat Houston and Tennessee. But out of their first seven, those are the only two games I see them potentially winning. The only game I yeah, think I have them lost at Houston. I think they can beat Carolina. Oscar. I think they can beat Atlanta, and they could beat Vegas. And that, and yeah, then, out, and then outside course, of that, they're I'm, hoping they split against Houston and Tennessee, and then everything else on their on their schedule looks like a loss to me. Carolina. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> Remember, if we're arguing Austin's way, Derek Carr's not that good. Tennessee didn't get much worse. So I'm I'm saying they go uh, nine and one. Hey hey, you love living in the past, Benny. So why can't I? Nine and one. one. No, clearly. You love living in the past. You always bring up past stats. So shut the fuck up. (laughs) Okay. Um. Again. Anyway, it's nine and one for the first ten games for the Colts because that's the Austin method. How's that the Austin method? That's not even the Austin method, you dumb idiot. Who got better? Did nothing. The Colts got better. Tennessee How? Didn't, so the Colts How'd the Colts get better? Explain right now. I want to hear this. Well, first off, we grabbed a great quarterback. Shut the fuck up. Like 10 minutes ago, you trashed He's, he's talking about. He's not my quarterback, about, but he's good. He likes Minshew. Minshew. I like Minshew, too. I love Minshew. And then we actually grabbed a really great corner in Julius Brents. I don't know if you watch his Kansas City State. Um, he kind of, he's, he's a tall, lengthy guy, six foot three. 
I believe. We got a receiver, Josh Downs, to pair with Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman. So that's going to be a little bit more to help us out. Uh, offensive tackle um, out of BYU. So he's going to be a great Year one starter? Are we going to lie to ourselves no. and say that's a day one starter? If you go with the Ben logic, yeah. For for our team, he's probably going to be a day one starter. With the Ben arguments, yeah. He's a Everyone's big a boy. He's six days. Okay, so is that a good thing if he's a day one starter on your team? Because he's definitely not a day one starter when I was evaluating his tape. Well, um, he's going to compete with Rain Man uh, at see. the left tackle. But we've got Quentin Nelson. We've got Ryan Kelly, Will Fries, and Braden Smith. So that side of the line is set. We don't have to worry about it. We need to bring in another tackle, and that's Brake Freeland out of BYU. I think he could compete and end up taking the starting position. Um, and then, of course, we grabbed quite a few different corners and safeties. So, yes, Austin, we did get better and younger. But anyways, what I truly think the Colts will do on this schedule is probably 4-13, and 5-12. and 12. Like, I'm going to be honest, it's not going to look right. <laughs> I think it's starting off 0 and 5, and then we beat, sorry, 0 and 4, and then we beat Tennessee, uh, possibly. Our split with them, maybe we win the, the week 13 1, but I think we beat them once. Mm-hmm. We get swept by Jacksonville. I think we split with Houston. Uh, we lose a lot of these, like Carolina, New England, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati. Uh, possibly the upset game against Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Raiders. And that's really about it. Like, I don't expect my Colts to do anything. I expect us to compete with the Titans for last place. The only way the I mean, I think the Colts defense on paper and like they have been on paper for the past four or five seasons have had a top ten defense on paper, but they just half the season they play like it, the other half they play like a bottom ten defense. And if they can find a consistent middle with that on defense and Anthony Richardson comes in showing that he was worth the third or fourth overall pick, whatever it was then fourth, you know, then they could be better, but I just don't see those things happening. <laughs> Bro, imagine if Houston got CJ Stroud and then they jumped up and took Andy Richardson. <laughs> oh, yeah, at three. Yeah, imagine if they did that. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I was Davis Mills, I would have immediately just requested a trade at that point. Yeah. At, that, at that point, I would have been like, you should have mm-hmm. just traded me to the Colts. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that would have been crazy. That'd be any good. <laughs> Why not? Just you a get two sp- just a spite, <laughs> just a spite pick, and just like here, fight for it. <laughs> did you get? I hate to bring up the Steelers, but did you guys hear about the? So you, the Steelers traded up from seventeen to fourteen. So they jumped mm-hmm. the Jets, yeah. swapped with the Patriots, whatever, um, and. <laughs> Mike Tomlin in an interview was like, "Oh, he said he's. I ain't going to say that. Yeah, he drafted. What? Yeah, I heard that he drafted the guy just like purely to make sure that they didn't. Yeah, Belichick gave him like a cheap ass deal supposedly, just so the Steelers could jump the Jets and they didn't have to deal with them twice a year. And then, because like obviously that was who they were going to pick, and so the Steelers jump them, and then." Uh, he said that Belichick did not hesitate to wrap up the deal. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of like that in the first round for, um, Broderick Jones. 
Yeah, yeah. Ohio State guy. Or no, Georgia guy, not Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Georgia, please. Of course, Mike Tomlin does that. He's, But, I mean, Belichick, how smart of him for saying, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you don't get a great offensive tackle. Yeah. We're going to. We're going to make you deal with uh, what you've dealt with in Green Bay. Damn. Yeah. I'm just watching his highlights now. Roderick Jones. He's such a good tackle. He is. He's going to be good. Yeah, his He's head amazing. placement and He's his so head good. placement needs to get significantly better, but he is very good. Like, this talent, this is Hall of Fame talent level, honestly. Like, I think, I think he has the highest ceiling in the draft class. I shouldn't be talking about it too much. But, like, <laughs> he's got – He's got the speed. He's got the size. Like, he's got the talent. He's got a powerful first punch. But his head placement is his biggest issue because, you know, you want to get your head on the inside pushing a gap. And he doesn't do that consistently enough. Mm-hmm. That's his biggest issue right now. You know, once he fixes that, that's a, that's a skill thing. You can learn that. And you fix that, I think, like, perennial pro bowler. Realistic. Anyways. I want to be surprised. Peter Skaronsky. Very good tackle as well. I would love to see him start at tackle. You know, like, I think that there's a real chance that you just say, fuck it. His arms ain't long enough, but his he's so fucking mechanically sound. Like, I think that he has that probable potential as well. I think he's going to be more of, like, a grittier guy. Um, like, I think his biggest comp is Jason Kelsey, but, like, really? he's been playing at tackle throughout his collegiate career. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe just fucking let him run at tackle. Because, you know, if Jason Kelsey was forced to play tackle, I'm sure that he'd be just fine. Yeah. Like, if be, they were just out of tackles. Solid. Yeah. Like, that's his biggest comp. You know, both Jason Kelsey, his biggest thing is he's got fast feet, he's got good mechanics, and he can mm-hmm. get a good hook under the pads, you know. They play very similarly, you know. See, I like Peter Skronsky a lot. I don't think I like Peter Stronsky a lot too. I just don't think there's like we've seen what Ryan Tannehill can truly do. Like no one's impressed by Ryan Tannehill or what he does. Like when he used to throw for four thousand yards back in Miami, sure, that was a force to be reckoned with. But since he's been here, you know, twenty seven hundred, thirty eight hundred, thirty seven, twenty five. I mean, yeah, when you're giving Derrick Henry the ball 40 times a game, that might happen to your passing stats. Yeah, it happens. And I think I had had Tannehill for the one season that he actually played well at quarterback and traded him for a lot more than I ever should have been able to. Right. That's also true. Just what I was saying. It's like, I believe it's going to be the same way for Indy. It's all going to be on the legs of Jonathan Taylor, who in my opinion, is a fantastic running back. Maybe not the echelon of Derrick Henry. Maybe not the echelon of any greats at the moment. But, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact he was injured last year, he probably would have hit 1,000 yards for the third time in a row. But I just think it's hand the ball to Derrick Henry as many times as you can in a game and hope to pull out six, seven, eight games. I think their ceiling is eight to nine games. Same. I think their floor is four to four to five. I think that's their floor. Their ceiling is eight or nine. Same. I agree. I don't 100% think the Colts do wonderful. Same thing with Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Their floor is four. Their ceiling is eight or nine. Jags, I think their floor is probably eight. I think their high is 14. Um, 
and then that Damn. leaves the good old Houston Texans. I think their floor is about six. I think their high is about ten. I, I can see. That's, I that's I agree. I actually one hundred percent agree with Ben on something for something for the first time in a long time, which is weird. But right, you're welcome. It has the field to be right for once. Uh, you're not right. I just, I just really think because if Trevor Lawrence Very takes wrong. another step and Calvin Ridley is still like you, people forget the last year he played in the Good NFL enough. was like thirteen hundred yards and eleven touchdowns. So he was a so. With Marcus Mariota passing to it, mm-hmm. so. Well, no, no. I think he. I think it was still Matt Ryan. It came out like a question. No, that, yeah, that was Matt that, Ryan's last year. That was Matt Ryan's last year. Yeah. But um. But still, if they, that but, offense would take yeah, a whole, like, they, Matt they Ryan's take a whole other great. jump, and then they also have Tank Bigsby now to alleviate Travis Etienne. Like that offense can take a whole other step. Their defense was already decent last year. Mm-hmm. They. I could see the defense played really well. So I can see like 14 wins potentially. I just, I want to see him do it first. Right. I say more like 12. Yeah. I'm going to say 12, Um, 12 and five is my guess for them. I think I'll, I'll say this pretty quick, you know, Jags, 11 dubs, Texans, 10 dubs, Titans, nine dubs, Colts, four. (laughs) I like Shane. Damn. I like Damn. Shane. The pain. That's kind of where I was with leaning. But more so Titans finishing above Texans, but that's just me. I don't know. I'll say, okay, let me say this. I think Texans nine and a half, but in oh. second over the Titans. Titans nine and a half oh, under the God. Texans. Interesting. I don't know. For me, it's going to go Jags, Titans, Texans, Colts. Colts. It's going to go. But I think the Texans are going to finish like a game behind the behind the Titans. Jags, Houston. That's why I was saying like I think uh, it's I, one or the other. I think it's really going to come down to their season split. Jags, Houston. Yeah. Between Colts, the Texans Titans. and Titans. Thank you, Travis. We agree on this. So when, when we're proven <laughs> right, Travis, they'll have to buy us a beer. Or if we're proven uh, wrong, we buy them a beer. I'll, it's a two-way street. I'm a man. Yeah, you're gonna have to buy me a beer, Ben. Plus, give me thirty or twenty dollars. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I heard that Ben owes everyone twenty dollars. Oh, um, not you, buddy. Yep. <laughs> you played the wrong yep. side of the fence here. You were on <laughs> my side, Travis. No, give that, you owe me twenty dollars, yeah. Ben owes me twenty dollars, Travis. You owe Shane twenty dollars. Ben, you owe them forty yeah. bucks. <laughs> wow! Damn, that's crazy. That... <laughs> Damn, man, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, folks. All right, guys. Before we close out this episode, I'm gonna do another um, blind top fifteen uh, rankings. Let me, let me pull out a uh, word spread. Me... Yeah. But but this time, this time though, it's gonna be current players. Ooh. Oh, I don't know no current player names. What the heck? <laughs> That's all right. We got Peyton Manning on this list, bro. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, John Elway's on the list too. Oh, good. I know him. <laughs> Johnny Unitas. Is that Brett I remember watching yeah. Johnny Unitas on my twenty-first birthday at the local tavern. This is a top fifteen. <laughs> you said top fifteen. Warren Moon. Warren Moon's on the list. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Top 15. Top 15. Yup, yup. That's a lot. Terry Bradshaw. 
Yep. Jerry, yes, Jerry sir. Rice. Where do you think? Why you notice what era this tattoo is from, buddy boy? Yeah. Abraham. All right, let me know when you're all ready. I love Kim Peel. I'm ready. All right, Jalen Waddle. <coughs> Number one. Hell yeah! I love that because I'm a, you know, on my team. Waddle? Yep. I traded him to you for Kenneth Walker. Yep. All right. DeForest Buckner. Buckner, I can I can put him up here safely. Austin Eckler. Jalen Ramsey. Oh, man. Hold on, Jesus. Jesus type faster. Work faster, oh, Jesus after. Christ. I don't even okay, use so the home row, bro. Come on. No excuse. Yeah. Okay. Oh so God. after Buckner, Buckner was Eckler, um, and then yes, how so are you, Jalen Ramsey? <laughs> okay, next one, bro. Come on. Oh Holy shit. Okay, now I'm caught up. God damn, about time. Holy shit. Fuck. Travis Kelsey. Mm. Okay. So you should have four players written down. We have five. five. I said DeForest Buckner, Jalen Waddle, Austin Eck. Oh, wait, I can't count. Never mind. Shaq Leonard. Shaq Leonard. Mm hmm. Shaq Leonard. Yep. Oh, the Colts linebacker. Yeah, you idiot. Quentin Nelson. I can. Oh, no, he's fallen, so I'm going to put him here. I still Trent like Williams. Ooh. Uh, you know, uh, I can justify this because of the age. I'm not liking my list. I'm eh, on my list. So Aaron Donald. Mm, no, I'm, I'm cool with him. Derwin James. Okay. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Okay. Joey Bosa. Oh, Bosa can go here. He's he's washed. Trayvon Diggs. I can put Diggs here comfortably. Two more, Aussie. Yep. Dak Prescott. Okay. And for the final last person at my number two spot is... J.C. Jackson. Oh. <laughs> don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> he is number two on my list. <laughs> Hell yeah, I like that. As a Pages fan, I love that. I would definitely Bro, I think my list just went god tier. I think I did pretty good. I, I want to hear Ben I, first. I'm all right, curious. Shane. Yeah. All right, Ben, read them off. One through 15. Okay. So 15, I'm going to do mm -hmm. it backwards. 15 is Joey Bosa. 14 is Dak. 13 is Trayvon Diggs, 12 is Derwin James, 11 is Aaron Donald, 10 is Austin <laughs> Eckler, 9 is Shaq Leonard, 
Number eight is Trent Williams. Seven is Waddle. Mm-hmm. Six is Quentin Nelson. Five is Ramsey. Four is Buckner. Three is Kelsey. Two is Jackson. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then number one is Justin Jefferson. <laughs> That's funny. I want to hear Shane's I love it. Too. I like the JC Jackson flick. Mine? Yeah, I want to hear Shane's. Yeah. All right. JC Jackson, 15. Trevon Diggs, 14. 13, Shaq Leonard. 12, Derwin James. 11, Austin Eckler. 10, Jalen Waddell. 9, Prescott. 8, Ramsey. 7, mm-hmm. Buckner. 6, Nelson. 5, Bosa. 4, Donald. 3, Williams. 2, Kelsey. 1, Jefferson. I okay, like so it. Not too bad. Yeah, yours, yours is bad. much better. I only have one that I would Ben's do. Is all o- Ben's is all over the place. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I like mine. There's only one thing that I would change, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so one is Justin Jefferson. Two is Joey Bosa. Three is Travis Kelsey. Four is Aaron Donald. Five is Trent Williams. Six is Ray, uh, Ramsey. Seven, Eckler. Eight, DeForest Buckner. Nine, Trayvon Diggs. Ten, Quentin Nelson. Eleven, Jalen Waddle. Twelve, Shaq Leonard. Thirteen, J.C. Jackson. Fourteen, Derwin James. Fifteen, Dak. I would change. Mm. I would move Waddle. I would swap Diggs and Waddle. Move Waddle up to ninth and Diggs at eleven. And then I would. And then, and then I would also. And, and I would also move Donald up to second over both and drop both of the four. That's about it. Yeah, I'd put yeah, Donald I, second too. What Buckner? Buckner's. I have him at eight. Goated. I have him at eight. He's still really good. I would have put Waddle probably one or two spots higher. I But, like, you know, I think this list is a little unfair to the later half of the list because it's like, <laughs> you know, Jefferson, Kelsey, Williams, Donald, Bosa, yeah. like they're in a different category. Like, yeah. it's just like you can't. <laughs> like It's fine. You know, J.C. Jackson, like, ain't even the best player at his position in the league. No, not at all. Yeah. No, nowhere near. Um, although nope. I think Joey Bosha is washed, so I'm happy with him at 15. I think until he has a comeback season, I was happy with Joey Bosa at 15, Dak at 14. Like, no problem there. Wish I would have had Aaron Donald, obviously, a little higher. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe above Shaq Leonard. I don't think I put Aaron Donald above DeForest Buckner just yet. Uh, what I mean by that is – Aaron Donald's slowing down Buckner. I mean, he's more coming into the prime, so we'll see. But I mean, for right now, I would have Donald. I guess I'd have him over Buckner. And once I think Donald would have to be over Buckner, just because of what he's done in the past. Oh no, no, no! Fuck the history. Remember, Austin? Fuck the history. You love the history. You go off of history for everything. (laughs) That's why I'm going off potential. This list is all potential. Jason Jackson could potentially the number two. Buckner could be number four. Hell, I like yeah. my Nelson. Nelson right at six feels right. Just above Shit, Trent why isn't Nelson the greatest player of all time on your list then, Ben? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not. All righty. So, thank you so much for joining us. That was a blind ranking of 15. <laughs> awesome. All right, Shane. Like, subscribe, share, <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone's wondering, he's about to be history because he's gonna be out rubbing some feet. Just so y'all. Know. Uh, why do you guys say it weird like that? <laughs> yeah, I had to. I had to. Why do you um, gotta be weird? Because he's bad. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share. Facebook going up. TikToks are always. Would you like and subscribe awesome. after you just heard yourself say that? 
out. <laughs> I would. But I'm a weirdo. Travis, send us out. Please. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting just a bye. You cut bye. me off guard bye. with that. <laughs> bye. <laughs> he froze, bro. You're the best. <laughs> yeah, bro, you don't, you guys don't want me on the next one, right? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs>